Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about a teensy tiny cure for zits, superpower spiderwebs, and how scientists have begun having conversations with plants. Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. There's a painful condition that affects nearly 10% of the global population. So that's around 800 million people. And while it's been a problem for decades, treatments have proven elusive. And some of the more effective treatments have irritating and sometimes harmful side effects. Yeah, it's okay. So what is this mystery condition? Oh, I hate to even say the word. Acne. Okay. Yeah, this is a blemish we all dread, and no one is safe. Especially teenagers. Obviously, it's a condition that often comes and goes. Just about anyone over the age of 11 or 12 has experienced the sudden pain of a big red bump in, you know, always the most visible spot on our chins or our cheeks. Or like the tip of your nose. Mm. It sucks. Yeah. So while zits can be a relatively temporary condition for many people, it can be a truly horrible, painful, and embarrassing condition for lots of others. I've always just taken it for granted that there's no silver bullet to treat acne. I mean, I wash my face, I take care of my skin, but no one is immune. So why haven't researchers beat this thing yet? Lots of reasons. First and foremost, there isn't really just one cause of acne. Usually flare-ups come from a bunch of different things, from too much oil production to clogged pores to bacteria and inflammation. And that makes treatment difficult. But not only that, researchers have hit a wall that many other scientists trying to treat other conditions have hit. Antibiotic resistance. Okay, yeah, that's where bacteria are becoming increasingly resistant to the antibiotics we use to kill them. We've talked a lot about it on this show. Totally, because it's a huge problem. I never would have imagined it would have an effect on zits. Wherever there are antibiotics, there are bacteria figuring out how to beat them. But I've got good news. A research team in Australia has tested an antibacterial compound called Naricin and found it is effective at fighting acne, but there's a catch. So why haven't they tried using this Naricin stuff before? Well, a couple of reasons. The first, it's usually used to treat bacterial infections in livestock. <laughs> Look, if it'll get rid of zits, I don't care where it came from. Right? So the second reason it's just now being tested is because of a challenge they have with lots of treatments. It's just hard to rub in. Like it's not creamy or something? No, the molecules of this stuff and other topical creams aren't small enough to totally penetrate the hair follicles at acne sites and attack the bacteria. So not only are a lot of these antibiotic treatments finding resistant bacteria, they can hardly even make it past the skin to go to battle in the first place. Okay, so why is Naricin different? First of all, the bacteria isn't resistant to it. But second of all, the research team did something wildly cool with it. They encased it in these soft nanoparticles that are about a thousand times smaller than a single strand of human hair. They mixed up a bunch of these nanoparticles in a gel and applied it to the acne sites. Whoa, okay, so it's not just a new drug. It's a whole new way of delivering the drug. That's exactly right. 
Okay, now we're talking. So when can I order this tiny, miraculous livestock gel? Well, sadly, they'll need to do more research and more clinical trials to make sure it's as safe and effective as they believe it to be. But this research shows that antibiotics can be delivered topically in a way that is super effective and with far fewer side effects than other treatments. That's not just great news for folks with acne. It could offer new treatment options for a huge range of conditions. So there's really a lot going on with this study, especially just under the surface. Scientists in China have developed spider silk fibers that are stronger than nylon and about six times tougher than Kevlar, all from genetically engineered silkworms. I'm not sure if this is a science story or the opening scene of a new blockbuster superhero flick. (laughs) So tougher than Kevlar? Like, that's the stuff they make bulletproof vests out of, right? That is the stuff. But you might have missed one of the craziest parts of that sentence. They got silkworms to produce the spider silk. Wait, what? (laughs) Right? So it's the first time scientists have been able to produce full-length spider silk using silkworms, and it is quite the breakthrough. Okay, so this definitely is a cool story. But you mentioned that this silk is stronger than nylon, right? So why not just make stronger nylon? Doesn't it seem like genetically engineering silkworms that can spin spider thread is just adding a lot of extra steps to the process? See, that's a great question. It does seem kind of like a bank shot on the surface, but there are a couple of huge reasons researchers have been trying to produce spider silk at this scale. First of all, nylon is made from petroleum. Okay, of course, I didn't think about that. In order to produce nylon, you have to pump for oil, and that's not great for the environment. Exactly, but it's not just the fossil fuels that go into the product. The machines and methods used to create nylon just suck up a ton of resources. You need massive amounts of water to create the fibers, and the machines use even more fossil fuels to operate. Plus, nylon fibers shed microplastics that end up in our waterways and ecosystems. And can you recycle nylon? It's difficult to recycle, which means most of it ends up in the landfill. Long story short, nylon isn't great for the environment, but at the same time, the global demand for it is skyrocketing. So. Spider web spinning genetically modified silkworms to the rescue? <laughs> See, that does make quite the blockbuster title, mm. but yes. Spider silk is already extremely strong and tough, which makes it an obvious choice for an eco-friendly replacement for synthetic fibers like nylon. But it turns out it's incredibly difficult to farm spiders. So the researchers introduced spider silk genes into silkworms using CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing. With a few tweaks, they ensured that the spider silk proteins interacted properly with silkworm gland proteins during spinning, and the silkworms pulled it off. They produced spider silk fibers. I'm assuming silkworms are easier to work with than spiders. Pretty much. Silkworms are already being farmed at large scale because they have evolved this super efficient machinery for fiber production. Not only that, but silkworms coat their fibers with a protective layer that keeps them durable, something scientists haven't been able to replicate in the lab. So these silkworms are easier to work with than spiders and can actually produce a fiber that is stronger and more durable than scientists can produce in the lab? It's not just stronger than nylon and tougher than Kevlar. It's cheaper to make and doesn't cause an environmental headache. This all seems too good to be true. All right, one last question. What are they going to do with all this spider silk? See, that's probably the best part. It can disrupt a handful of industries. Clothes made from spider silk would be smooth and comfortable, but way more durable than typical fabrics. It could also enable smart textiles. Ooh, I've always wanted a smartphone on my shirt. Yeah, this goes way beyond that. They could be used to make medical sutures or to build micro scaffolds to help engineer tissues. It could create lightweight but impenetrable body armor for military or law enforcement personnel. Imagine a parachute that can't rip. 
Some think it could replace or enhance steel to make cars lighter, but also stronger. It could work in sporting goods and new construction materials and aviation. Okay, I get the picture. If you need a stronger, lighter, more eco-friendly material, look no further than spider silk. <laughs> Spun by silkworms. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, buddy, how you been? Yeah, give me some frond. Great, great. Yeah, I'm done. I'm not doing so bad myself. Thank you for asking. Nate? What? Mm-hmm. Who are you talking to? Oh, I'm talking to my fern, whose name is well, Fern. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you doing good, buddy? You getting enough sleep? Uh, check this out. <laughs> Scientists have just published a study in PLOS biology that suggests that they have the ability to communicate with plants. And uh, I thought maybe it was about time me and Fern had a heart-to-heart. Wait. So scientists are talking to plants? All right. They aren't exactly talking to plants, but they have found a way to communicate messages to them that can trigger certain behaviors. Of all the science fiction stories we tell on this show, this one feels a little extra. How on earth do you communicate with plants? Well, you have to use the language they understand, the language of light. So their study gets super technical, but in the field of plant science, communicating with vegetation is like the holy grail. It's a puzzle scientists have been trying to crack for centuries. But in the past, we've always tried to get plants to understand our communication. And this study turns that on its head. So plants speak with light, but they don't even give off light. How is that possible? Plant cells have light receptor proteins that drive all kinds of changes in the structure of the plant itself. Photosynthesis is just the process by which a plant consumes light and water and turns it into energy, right? Got it. So plants already kind of see light. Yes. But humans also use light to communicate. When we see a red light, we stop. When we see the open sign lit up in the window of our favorite bookstore, we know we can stop in for a book. And then you stay there for hours, mm. but beside the point, yeah. So how does that translate to plants? This is where it gets really cool. The team created a new tool called Highlighter that uses specific light conditions to activate a targeted gene in plants. In other words, Highlighter is like the red or the green light at an intersection. It communicates messages to the plant's genes and gets them to behave a certain way. But a stoplight tells us if it's safe to drive through an intersection. What are researchers telling these plants? All kinds of things. We could warn plants about threats like drought or storms or oncoming unexpected cold snaps so that they can use their own internal biological mechanisms to prepare. Being able to meaningfully communicate with plants could absolutely revolutionize agriculture. So it is a bit like a traffic light. We're able to give the plants a warning of dangers on the road ahead. Exactly. And if we can get the plants to react on their own, farmers could cut their use of pesticides and see their plants increase their resilience all on their own. That could also mean less dependence on fertilizers. Now, all they have to do is figure out how to get the plants to talk back. I've got news for you. They have. Wait, what? They engineered these crazy fluorescent biosensors that can see what's actually going on inside the plant's cell structure and how it responds to different light and weather conditions. In other words, these biosensors allow the plant to talk to the researchers. So there could 
one day be a world where a farmer can use light signals across her entire acreage to tell the crops to go into water conservation mode because a drought is coming? Exactly. It's still highly experimental, but it's showing huge promise. Unlike my conversations with my fern. Fern. Maybe Fern just doesn't think your jokes are funny. (gasps) Impossible. I think she's just the Soylent type. No. Soil. No, you're you're done. You're done. We're done. (laughs) Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. Acne's days may be numbered thanks to Australian scientists who've devised a novel nanoparticle delivery system to get an antibacterial compound deep into pores for a knockout blow against pimples. This new potential topical treatment encases the livestock antibiotic Nerosin in tiny nanoparticles for enhanced absorption, offering hope for effectively treating acne's distressing symptoms in the 800 million afflicted teens and adults worldwide. Researchers in China have engineered silkworms to spin spider silk, producing exceptionally strong and tough fibers sustainably on a large scale. This breakthrough overcomes major obstacles to enable wide-scale applications for these high-performance bio-based fibers as an eco-friendly alternative to synthetic materials like nylon. Scientists are developing tools using light to let humans and plants talk to each other. Imagine warning your tomatoes about pests or telling your potatoes when a heat wave is coming. This new plant optogenetics research could lead to crops activating defenses or adapting growth on command, revolutionizing future farming. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we would love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.